Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. How's everybody feeling out there? Awesome. awesome. Hey, hey, you know what's coming? What, what's on the diet today? What did everybody eat? Protein. 
<laughs> you had some protein, huh? Lots of protein, sir. You know that. What kind of stuff? Did you have at least 0.08? I got the last part of the segment that you were on, which was great, by the way. Point eight grams. Point I actually eight, should... right. That's what you said, right? Yeah, point eight point uh, per what? Pound of uh, body weight, you said, right? Per pound of, of desired lean mass. I usually shoot for one gram per pound, though, just because math is hard for me. So. <laughs> mm. You know, it's interesting. Everybody has a different formula. I usually, uh, I, I usually take the person's uh, lean mass and I convert it into kilograms. And then I back in the protein based on them being uh, endomorph, ectomorph, or mesomorph. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. Another, another segment. It's but I wanted to... Uh, formula. Uh, huh? It's basically the same. It shakes out to be basically the yeah, same, same number. Thing. It shakes you're out to be the same thing. Kilograms instead of pounds. Right. It shakes out to be the same thing because you're doing a point, uh, what did you say, eight, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it shakes out to be the same thing. But I wanted to uh, piggyback on that because one of the reasons why uh, protein is so important is because it contains a supplement that improves muscle mass, improves cell volume, stops muscle wasting, um, uh, hydrates your muscle cells, and uh, it's the most researched supplement ever, ever, ever in the history of supplementation. Can anyone tell me what that supplement is? No, it, I'll give you a hint. You need a hint? It starts with a C. It's creatine. It is creatine. You are correct. Monica, do you take uh, creatine? I tried creatine. I did not really get any uh, gain results from it. All I got was uh, a little less definition. And you know, I do not like less definition. Interesting. Interesting. It might it may have been the brand. Uh, because so much of our research has uh, been used in creatine, and I have used it in particularly with a bunch of my celebrity clients in a lot of videos that you guys have seen, particularly the uh, untitled video with D'Angelo. Uh, we use creatine in a, in, a, in a couple of different ways, and I'm going to talk about those ways uh, shortly. But one of, the, um, one of the properties of uh, creatine is that it hydrates the muscle cells, right? So creatine, if you guys don't know, uh, is um, the key, it, it converts into adenosine triphosphate in your system, and this, uh, which is called ATP. So if you hear people talk about ATP, that's what they're talking about. Adenosine triphosphate. It's the most basic form of energy that your body uses, right? Your cells contract. You know, every time they contract, they use ATP to fuel them, right? So creatine converts into this ATP, right? And this ATP is what you use for high-intensity bursts in intervals, right? And we only have 8 to 10 seconds of ATP in our body. That's why when we sprint, we start to slow down after 8 to 10 seconds because we run out of ATP and our bodies can't contract anymore. And that's pretty interesting. So then your body has to create more ATP. Now, this creatine is found primarily in what Monica was just talking about uh, in the segment prior to Tamara's excellent segment, which is uh, protein. So most proteins have uh, creatine in them. So subsequently, most vegans are deficient in creatine. So if you're on a vegan diet or you're vegetarian out there, I'm going to give you some information uh, that you can um, apply to your diet that can raise your creatine levels. Now, this is very important if you're doing any fitness challenges or any uh, two-a-day type of training because your muscles are constantly contracting twice a day, 
you want to replenish your ATP stores. That's why protein becomes important. And if you're not having quality protein sources or if you don't have red meat integrated into your diet for whatever reason, because red meat is the highest uh, form of creatine per gram, um, along with herring, interestingly enough, those two are the highest uh, creatine per gram, beef and um, herring. Uh, salmon's a little bit lower, pork's a little bit lower, uh, lamb's a little bit lower, chicken's a little bit lower. But um, beef and herring are the highest uh, concentrations. So if you're not having beef or salmon in your diet, you definitely want to think about applying creatine supplementation or looking to get it from a vegan source. Uh, some vegan sources, because creatine is naturally occurring in the body, so that's something that our body uses and synthesizes to make our cells contract, uh, we can make it. So that means you can, if you eat certain foods that contain certain amino acids, your body can produce creatine. And some people who don't feel like supplementation is the best route for them, uh, they may want to choose that route. So one of these supplements is uh, our gene. And um, vegan sources, uh, pumpkin seeds, walnuts, almonds, pine nuts, uh, beans, and uh, seaweed. But you need a combination of these three amino acids to make creatine. So that was the first one, uh, arginine. arginine. Uh, number two is glycine, all right? And you need pumpkin seeds, pistachios, spirulina, seaweed, watercress, and spinach. So I see that uh, seaweed contains both arginine and uh, glycine. So that may be one you definitely want to implement in your diet if you're vegan and want to keep your creatine sources up. And uh, methione. And uh, that amino acid you can get from Brazil nuts, white beans, and quinoa. So the combination of those three amino acids will allow your liver to create creatine so you can replenish your stores working out twice a day and looking to build muscle. So I want to get back to my uh, D'Angelo story. Uh, and one of, my, uh, one, of my, uh, one of the key properties of uh, creatine is that it hydrates the muscle cell. It pulls water from your body into your muscle cells. So that does one of two things. It um, makes your muscles appear rounder and fuller because your muscles are, are full of water. So that in turn makes the muscle tighter to the skin. So if a camera's on you, you immediately look leaner without losing weight. All right. So and it also pulls uh, water away from you subcutaneously. People say that creatine sometimes bloats them, but that bloating effect is actually the, the size of the muscles or not drinking enough water while intaking creatine. I know Monica spoke about that because it pulls water into the cells. Sometimes if you're dehydrated, that will send a signal to your body to bloat because it thinks it's dehydrating. If, if you're understanding what I'm saying, you follow me, Monica? Yes. And you know what? Now that you're talking about it, I'm thinking back and I am completely open to giving creatine a try because I tried it at a time when my food and my hydration was probably not quite on point. So thank you. I am totally reconsidering. I'm going to give it a try now. Yeah, definitely. Hydration plays a big part, but it pulls the water into the muscle cells. So what I used to do when I had a client who had to do a video with no shirt on or somebody who had a red carpet, and this is what a lot of bodybuilders and trainers do in the industry. Here's a big industry secret. We call it drying our clients out. So we would have the client on a low carbohydrate diet uh, 30 days before an event. Uh, the last week, we start manipulating the water to dry them out, actually, so there's no water between the skin and the muscles, so the cuts appear deeper. So if you carb deplete them and then you carb up on the last week, they're going to fill out automatically because they have more carbohydrates, which is going to bloat them. But then 
if you introduce creatine, that sucks that water into the muscle. So not only do they get fuller, the muscle gets tighter to the skin. And then you introduce a natural diuretic like dandelion root. They excrete the excess water that's subcutaneous. And then to dry them out a little more, I would tell them to have a half a glass of red wine right before the photo shoot. And uh, that resulted in uh, the untitled video, uh, How Does It Feel with D'Angelo? Because the creatine sucked the water into the cell. The, uh, the red wine dehydrated him slightly, so he was a little bit dry. And the, uh, and the, uh, the, uh, uh, and the combination of that with the creatine, red wine, and the dandelion root, which stripped away the excess water subcutaneously, resulted in him appearing much leaner and harder than he normally would if I would have just had him do it, carbohydrating coming to it. So it's been an aid in one of my celebrity training secrets. So if you got a photo shoot and event you want to uh, peek out for, that may be something you want to consider. However, your body will rebound after two days and you will be bloated because your body wants to maintain homeostasis. So when you dry out, your body immediately sends a signal to create more water. That's only a temporary photo shoot, video shoot, you know, wedding or night out if you really have to pee guard or, or something like that. So uh, it's a, it was an interesting strategy. So it's worked well for me and it's something that's pretty safe. Um, the research for elderly people is incredible. Double their muscle mass within a six week period. Strength, size and performance increases for everyone who's using creatine um injury prevention because um your muscles are super hydrated uh, it, uh and, and therefore you're able to train harder and stronger so you get higher bone density when you train on creatine um and even um they're now using which i've never tried uh for skin aging they're using a cream containing creatine because it nourishes the muscle cells and they're taking that same hydration aspect and they're using it for um anti-wrinkle creams. So uh, that's an interesting use of uh, creatine. Uh, however, creatine does have its issues. You want to make sure that you are sourcing your creatine from the proper place. Uh, most creatine is created in two places, uh, Germany and China. You want to avoid Chinese creatine at all costs. But of course, Chinese creatine is the, is the uh, most of the brands you see on the shelf. And most companies won't tell you, so you really have to do your research, uh, obviously, with the uh, contamination with Chinese products. And, and their creatine is known for uh, contamination issues. So that may be something you definitely want to look into. German creatine is uh, widely uh, known as the uh, best creatine on earth. Do you want to get uh, any creatine from Germany? Uh, a brand that's pretty powerful is called Crea Pure, uh, and that's a German brand. But any Creatine coming out of Germany is like usually uh, 10, 20 times better uh, than Chinese creatine and 100% uh, more pure. Does anyone have any uh, questions before I keep going on creatine? I do, um, of course, because I'm Monica. Um, do you have any a short list of brands that you recommend that you would say are safe? Uh, Crea Pure, the German creatine, is uh, definitely safe. I like uh, Crealkaline. It's pH stable. It's actually alkaline creatine. So when you take it, uh, and that's what I use, you get instant absorption. So you don't have to take as much because most creatines have a loading phase to get it into your system because you get full absorption from the one pill uh, with the uh, Crealkaline. Uh, you don't have to load. There's no loading phase. So that uh, not only is that more economical, but you're just um, easier on your system. Uh, creatine is not known to have any side effects because, again, it's naturally reoccurring. And um, what it does for your um, fat 
burning abilities is very interesting because a lot of times when I'm training uh, models or, or a lot of females, I often tell them they want to they want to lose weight, but I tell them you have to gain weight in order to speed your metabolism up so you can actually lose weight. <laughs> and they're like, "What? You got to be kidding me! I'm paying you all this money to lose weight, and you're telling me I have to gain weight to lose weight?" And I'm like, "Listen, you got to trust me, man. The first 30 days, we do a 60 day transformation." The first 30 days, I'm put, trying to put five to 10 pounds of muscle on them. And uh, creatine is an important part of that, one, to give them the strength and the burst and the intensity to be able to put that muscle on. And then two, in the second phase, when I'm cutting, they still have the strength to do the weight training as they're dieting. And that's where a lot of people have problems is finding that energy. So they start relying on caffeine and other stimulants when it's actually a lack of ATP in their body that's not, so they don't have the energy to work out. They're confusing the uh, they're confusing the, uh, the the lack of energy with, with them having to stimulate or needing something that's sugared, but it's a cellular energy that you need. You don't have the energy to fire off again for that next contraction, so you start slowing down and getting tired. And creatine also has a huge effect on your mental capacity as well. So um, definitely something that's that's great to look into. Uh, your body needs to replace uh, normally without any supplementation just every day, one to three grams of creatine per day. That's how much your body's using on an average day. If you're an athlete, that's probably a little bit higher. Uh, and again, pro, uh, creatine restricts muscle protein breakdown. So it helps the protein that you're intaking that Monica was telling you to eat uh, uh, synthesize so you can create more muscle tissue because it also improves hydration. And another thing that creatine does, a lot of people are not aware of it, it promotes the uh, production of anabolic hormones. So when your body has a surplus of creatine, for some reason your body creates more testosterone and your growth hormone and your insulin sensitivities goes up a lot higher just from taking the creatine. Um, any other questions on that? Does anybody take creatine who's listening to this right now? Anybody have any uh, comments on this? It's the most popular supplement in the world, so it has to, it's gotta be one person on here. Wow, interesting. I'm going to admit that I was on a phone call, and can you name the supplement since you said it's the most popular? It is creatine. I thought you said creatine. Okay, just want to make sure. Thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah, the most popular and also the most researched. Uh, so it's been out. I don't know if you guys can remember. You're probably not old enough. I'm 51, but do you remember in the 80s when they started uh, doing all the blood work on all the baseball players, and they were like, they're taking creatine. <laughs> They have an unfair advantage and this, that, and the other, and it was just a supplement. But so they started, that in turn led to hundreds of thousands of studies being done on creatine. So it's also known as one of the safest supplements because it, it has the most studies done on it ever of all supplements, uh, interestingly enough. Creatine, um, uh, it's made out of two different things. Uh, it's made out of sarcosine, which is like a salt. Uh, and this is how it's made synthetically. All, uh, either you're eating it or it's synthetically made. It's like a salt, a sarcosine, but it's sweet to the taste and it dissolves in water. And uh, cyanamide, not cyanide, <laughs> cyanamide. Uh, and it's a white solid that's used in manufacturing uh, toothpaste and in agriculture. Uh, and those two ingredients are put into a reactor with a few other catalysts and compounds. They heat it and pressurize. And that is how creatine is made. So again, that's where the purity comes in and you really want to get that made in Germany so you can get 100% pure creatine without any additives or contaminants and get the highest absorption. So a lot of the, lot of the supplements that we take 
you know, the biggest difference is where they got the actual supplement from, one, and the delivery system of the supplement, two. You can have a great supplement with a high potency, but if it has a bad delivery system, you're not going to absorb it. As it is, because of the acid in your stomach, you know, you only absorb a certain percent of each pill that you swallow. So you want to make sure that you have the highest absorption rate that you're taking, and you want to make sure that when you're supplementing, you're reading directions because you don't want to have some, some supplements don't work well with food because if you take a vitamin with food, it stays in your stomach longer. And sometimes that exposure doesn't allow it to get to the large intestine to digest properly because that's where you digest your nutrients, not in your stomach, but the large intestine. I don't think a lot of people know that. They think they just, the stomach is basically, it gets broken down with the acid and then you digest it in the large intestine. But the um, delivery system is right. Some pills, they say to take it with food because it stays in your stomach longer so you can fully digest the pill. So it's very important to read the instructions and take the pill as directed because there's a reason why they will say take it on the empty stomach or take it with food because the absorption really matters. A lot of people think as long as they swallow the pill, it doesn't matter, they're done. But it's you really want to absorb it and get the most bang for your buck and also get the benefit from the actual supplementation. I think a lot of people, they'll take a, a, a supplement and they'll say, man, it didn't work but they didn't actually follow the directions of the supplement. It's not like a drug, you know, you have to actually have a certain amount in your system to get the effect. So if you're not getting the absorption, you won't get the effect, although you're taking the supplement. Uh, any questions or comments on that? That's a, that's a key one. That's a key one, and most people don't take their pills on time. So yeah, the creatine increases, um, it will allow you to put on more muscle mass as you're training. So when you go into your fat burning phase, your metabolism is faster. Because if you're getting eight grams, like Monica said, uh, 0.8 uh, 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 for each uh, pound of lean mass you have on a body weight, and you put on three or four more pounds of mass because you took creatine within a certain amount of time, that's how fast, much faster your metabolism is burning. Each pound of muscle takes 50 to 100 calories to sustain per day. So that's how many calories you're burning and that's how you want to approach your weight and fat loss you want to put on as much muscle to speed up your metabolism as fast as possible because it's not realistic to keep cutting calories back that's how you end up with an eating disorder because you keep cutting and cutting and cutting you want to speed the metabolism up so you so you can eat more and get leaner that's called on um, dieting up you're raising your calories because you have more muscle mass you're getting leaner at the same time right now i have slashed my body fat uh, maybe three or four percentages in the last uh, two or three weeks, but I'm exactly uh, the same weight. I might be fluctuating one pound less, but it's because I'm putting on muscle mass at the same rate that I'm losing fat. So I'm just not getting small. I'm getting tighter. I'm trying to hit 6%. I'm 215 right now, and I'm trying to maintain. I don't, I don't want to sacrifice any more than five pounds of muscle mass. So I'll accept uh, uh, 210, but I don't want to get past 210 at 6% body fat. So that's what I'm shooting for right now within the next uh, 30 days, 40 days. Wish me luck, guys. But creatine will be a big part of that because it allows me to train hard in a carbohydrate-depleted status. You know, I still, I, my muscles will still be firing off. I still can get that contractile uh, uh, exercises going, and I'll still have that muscle fullness so I won't look drawn. I know a lot of times when people are dieting, you know, sometimes you get that drawn look because your cells are not saturated. And um, for vegans very, very important to make sure that you're implementing creatine, either the foods or some type of creatine supplementation in your diet so your performance stays on point if you're in any type of physical challenge or endeavor, because most vegans, as I said before, are actually deficient. All right. Any questions or comments, fam?
Hey, Marcus, Ramon, Ray, I just wanted to uplift you and say, man, that you are a ninja of what you do. There's a lot of health experts, of course, and credit to them. But, brother, just hearing you for the last set uh, 21 minutes, I've learned more about everything in my life. And, and that's maybe the bar is low. But like the pills, I don't take pills, but for my wife and others who take nutrition and other supplements, I'm going to run downstairs and tell her, here's what Mark told me. So I just want to uplift. Man, wow, what a science class in a good way. An MBA of health. Thank you. Hey, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, for me, uh, you know, I used uh, fitness to get myself out of the projects. I was in the Fort Greene projects from 93 until 2000, you know, training people for free, jumping over the turnstile to get to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Breaking the law to get to work is so crazy. But, um, you know, for me, it was really a life or death thing to, you know, how can I get these people in shape in the shortest amount of time? You know, because my, my life was basically on, on the line. I was on death ground. It was either that or, you know, what, I don't know what would have happened, make it as a trainer or, or bus. And uh, I just started speaking to my clients, and a lot of my clients were doctors, and um, a lot of them allowed me to have blood work done on myself for free, and I had some a lot of my clients, other clients get blood work, and we started to notice that they were low in certain levels of certain things, and when we got those levels replaced, we saw the performance increase, and we saw the muscle mass increase, and the body fat decrease, and we could substantiate it, you know? So I had... Uh, initiated blood work with my clients uh, early in 1995 and 96. And then we based our supplementation off of that. And uh, now it's so much cheaper and it's so much accessible now. I highly encourage all of you guys to get your blood work done. Check your levels out so you're not just supplementing blindly because you might, you know, you might have enough creatine in your system. You don't want to overload it. So you get your blood work done, see where your levels are, and then you can intelligently supplement. And then once you do that, Supplementation should be the, the last tier of your program. You should be trying to replace everything that you're nutrient deficient in with your diet, right? All of the stuff that you can't get with the diet, then you go to supplementation. Because, you, uh, because creatine only occurs in our protein and we use it, so much of it in our body, and it doubles and, and triples when we train, it's, it may be important to use some type of external source of creatine or make sure you're eating some type of creatine meal uh, pre-workout and or post-workout because now that you have this information you can use that so if you know that you're going to the gym for a heavy leg day you want to have a creatine rich uh, uh, meal two two and a half hours three hours before you hit that workout so you can push through that workout or if you know you have a double workout you may want to make sure you want to have a creatine meal in between those two doubles so you're replenishing those ATP stores so you can hit it hard and prevent injury so it's not just about getting the information, because I, I think we all have so much information, and not you guys are champions, but the world, is, it's actually applying the information that we do have. So now that you know creatine works, you know it's naturally occurring, you know you can get it through your food, you don't have to buy it as a supplement, but you know you could, how do you use that to enhance your workouts and improve your wellness? You can use that to recover yourself faster, to put more muscle on so you can burn more fat, and to keep your muscles full and tight against your skin. And women, you know what I'm talking about when you drop weight. That's why a lot of women are afraid to drop weight because then it shows the skin sagging because the skin's not tight to the muscle. But if you get the muscle fuller, tighter to the skin, you can lose the fat and have that same fullness and voluptuousness. Creatine, I also notice, uh, helps keep my female clients. Um, I have no clinical evidence, but I'm just talking about visual as far as measurements. It keeps their, uh, it keeps their breasts full as they're dieting down. And a lot of women have that issue as well of uh, breast shrinkage. I know this as they're dieting, 
I notice if I keep the uh, essential fats up with my clients and I keep the creatine up, they maintain their fullness. So that's a good tip for you ladies if you're, if you're dieting and you're noticing that's happening to you. Uh, that's something you may want to implement for an aesthetic thing. So when I'm training clients, I'm looking at two things. I'm looking at their performance, you know, but I'm looking at their aesthetic at the same time because they're usually videoing or some type of celebrity or something like that at the same time. So I'm trying to get them aesthetically pleasing using high performance exercises. So it, it translates into both ways. And uh, creatine uh, is definitely essential in uh, both aspects. So it's, it's an interesting supplement you guys should uh, definitely take a look into. And research, do your own research. Hey Mark, questions, comments? This, yeah, Mark, this is Matt, I have uh, a couple questions. First of all, thanks for all the information between you, Monica and Storm, I, I, won't, even, I won't even need my pre-workout tonight before my workout, I'm so pumped up now, so. But uh, yeah, thank you for, for all that. So I have a, a supplement that I take, it's called Muscle Multiplier, and I know it's got uh, a bunch of amino acids in it, and it's got basically everything except glycine um, that creatine has. So it does, does not have the glycine, it has the, and I'm, I'm butchering the names, the arginine or the, the, the methionine, uh, mm -hmm. those, those Yeah, I was amino butchering them too. Yeah, <laughs> so, so uh, I think you kind of, already kind of answer this little so get get your blood work done i was i was going to ask like can you take too much of that like if i was going to take a creatine along with that other supplement um is taking too much of that is that is that going to hurt your uh results well, yeah, or, or be harmful I, at all i look at it this way with the supplementation you know because ultimately anything you take orally your liver has to process so i'm trying to get as most bang for the buck i'm trying to take as little <laughs> of any supplement and get the most or maximum gain as, as much as possible. So if I usually, if I find two uh, or one of the same ingredient occurring twice in my supplements, I'll usually cut that product out and see if my results wane, if I'm getting weaker, if I'm having a difference, I say, okay, maybe that's too little, but I always try to go with the less. Less is more when it comes to supplementation because ultimately if you're taking an oral, your liver and your kidneys and all that stuff still have to break it down and digest it. So you want to, you want those organs to last, so you want to keep it, you know, as little mileage on them as possible. You, you don't want to strain them trying to get healthy. Excellent. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, and I'm your age, so I, yeah, the last time I took creatine was back in, like, the 80s when, and it became the, the hot thing because all, all the athletes, you know, we are taking it. So, um, but I appreciate all your, your input. Thanks yeah, so much. Not, not a problem. Great question. And, you know, I like the crealkaline because you take one pill and you get the full absorption. That's, that's the one reason why I go with that brand out of all of them. It's um, supposed to be pH with your body. So once you take it, they alkaline it. So you just, your body absorbs it instantaneously. And um, the, the pumps, uh, incredible, just from the one pill, whereas before you used to take multiple scoops or quite a bit of dosage. So uh, a lot more economical to take the alkaline creatine. So if you guys are interested, uh, look that up. That's what I use. And I don't have a creatine endorsement. It just works, guys. <laughs> no one's paying me. All right. Any more questions or comments? Also, creatine, interestingly enough, it uh, heightens your insulin sensitivity. So uh, when you eat carbohydrates and your body secretes insulin, it's more effective. Uh, so, you know, usually uh, what they say post-workout is to have some type of creatine uh, and uh, a high glycemic carb and a branched-chain amino acid protein. That's supposed to be the best way to replenish your muscles afterwards because you get the amino acids to replenish the muscle. You get the creatine to replenish the ATP system, and you get the... Uh, carbs to replenish your glycogen stores, your carbohydrate stores, because your body has two systems to fuel itself, the ATP system and the carbohydrate, your, your, your aerobic system. 
and uh, one runs on carbs and uh, one, one doesn't. One was in the presence of oxygen and the other one doesn't. But uh, the one uh, that doesn't functions off your ATP system. So you definitely want to replenish those stores in between. So key. So key to feeling good after your workouts because you want to – you ever work out and you leave the gym and you feel, like, depleted and then you have to work out again and you feel depleted? It's so important to feel good before your workouts. And creatine and another supplement I want to get into another time, glutamine, are very key to um, uh, recovery. So definitely, guys, take a look at that. I hope you got something out of this. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.